podcast. I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. And I am Michelle from Michelle Alfrice Lightworker. Today, our mission is to get you to learn something, maybe share some tips and tricks and give you some guidance with a card draw and an affirmation or two. Yeah, so I'll be doing the card draw today, Beck. I've got my cards all ready to go. I drew from the Goddess Guidance Oracle um, by Doreen Virtue. And uh, Beck sometimes has a little affirmation cards over there as well. But if you don't have them, that's totally fine. Um, Yeah, so I'll be doing that in a second. So our theme today is spidey senses. So when things feel a little bit off or you just knew how to do something or, or how to get somewhere. Um, so we're going to be sharing with you some of our stories in um, or our experiences of, of those types of events. All right. That sounds very mysterious. I can't wait to um, hear some of your stories because we never collaborate. We don't sort of talk about what we're going to be talking about beforehand. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a surprise. A little bit of a surprise. So, Michelle, before we do that, what has been going on for you this week? Um, well, I've actually had a few paranormal investigation requests, Beck, and, you know, I do sort of house clearings from time to time and Beck mm. sort of does those where she lives as well. Um, but I've had a few coming in lately and we've had Mercury in retrograde, so I don't know if it's kind of to do with that um, as a result of that. But, yeah, I've been having quite a few. So I'm actually helping out my parents' neighbours. Um, they had some bad jujus in the house and they think it's been left behind by the people who used to own the home, so the people they purchased it from. But I'm going to chat more about that during the show because it's actually quite an interesting sort of story and really in alignment with what we're talking about today, which is the spidey senses. It's when you can't see anything's wrong, but you just feel like there's something just a little bit off. So before, um, Beck, if you want to, uh, if I just do this card draw now, and then you can, we can sort of chat about what you've been up to as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the Goddess Gardens deck, um, the card that I pulled today is Endings and Beginnings. So Kali is the goddess, K-A-L-I. Talking about endings and beginnings, you can see she's got this um, eye in her third eye. So her third eye, very, very open. It's like a yellow sort of tiger's eye or some sort of animal eye. Uh, She looks quite, I guess, Middle Eastern. Um, There's an eclipse in the background, which is, you know, a new beginning, a fresh start. It's um, blocking out the moon completely. And there's a lotus flower, which is also representing divine feminine because this is the divine goddess deck. And the message down the bottom is the old must be released so the new can enter. Behind her, we've got the moon, but also below her, we've got galaxies. So, you know, thinking about the uh, stars and the amount of space up there, when we have an ending and, you know, that can be uh, a relationship uh, with a partner or a friend or, you know, a job that we've, uh, we've recently left or may have lost, And that then allows more doors to open. So a lot of the time, you know, I talk to people and they've either stayed in a relationship for a lot longer than they wanted to or should have uh, or stayed in their job for a lot longer than they wanted to or should have. And uh, it becomes that sort of comfort zone. And then the other opportunities are like, where's this other opportunity? I want to have the new opportunity before I leap. But, you know, that's like being presented with, you know, um, the partner of your dreams while you're still married, you know, or something like that. So sometimes you have to kind of make the decision, take the leap of faith, and then that uh, opportunity presents, new opportunity presents. So um, third eye is very pronounced, as I said there, in the uh, forehead uh, or between those eyebrows. And, um, you know, so really trusting your feelings. If you feel like, you know, there's something around the corner uh, and you may have to take that little leap of faith, take the little leap of faith. That's our card for today, Beck. Very, very cool. 
I just wanted to, um, I actually did draw an affirmation card because that's oh, fabulous. Right in front of me from um, the other night when we, we did our live. So they're still sitting on my desk here. So the affirmation card that I've got here is in every moment, the universe is conspiring to bring me toward right-minded thinking and the energy of love. So that's our affirmation for this week. In every moment, the universe is conspiring to bring me towards right-minded thinking and the energy of love. Fantastic. That's not an Esther and Jerry Hicks one, is it? No, this is the the unknown deck that I have. Oh. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So if they don't want to advertise it, I can't really forward on the the credit for those cards. Yeah, no, I was just wondering because it sounds like um that sort of deck. The oh, way it certainly that does. It's worded. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. yeah. It certainly does. So that's that one there. So this week, yeah. Um, what have I been up to? I have. Uh, well, first of all, we've got to talk about the owl. Yeah, I know. I saw Boo Boo or Boo Book or something like this. Booby baby. Booby baby. <laughs> Booby baby is what yeah. they called him, <laughs> which is funny. So affectionately called Booby baby. He is um, a boobock owl and is with us, with, with me for his next stint of care. So he's been through all the, the hand care and, and the antibiotics and, and healing his wounds and things like that. So it's a highly suspected animal attack, probably a dog or a cat. Um, and he's come to me now to get some of just these few bumps and bruises, let them heal up and grow some back some more tail feathers, which he's starting to do quite beautifully. Hooray. Hooray. And then after that, he'll go off to yet another aviary, which is huge, absolutely huge. It's what we call our flight aviary. And uh, he'll go out there to, you know, get his cardi- cardiovascular rehabilitation and his endurance and, and um, he'll he'll live out there on site for a for a bit, and then we'll be able to release him. So then from there, uh, he'll be out at Duffy then. And uh, what we will do is I'll be a part of that release, which is very very exciting, and we'll release him from his endurance and strengthening, you know, cardiovascular rehabilitation. We'll release him from there uh, back out into the wild, which will be super cool, super cool. Hooray. So he's um, enjoying being with your family, Beck. Well, he's not actually in with the family. He's out, out in the, outside in the aviary, which is um, good because they're actually quite um, easily spooked. Oh, are well, they? Yeah, they, they are. So especially when they've been through trauma and things like that. Have him out in the aviary and I've got um, boards and pads up on there too just to, to keep him, you know, nighttime daytime sort of thing mm-hmm. they're obviously nocturnal animals um and just to make sure that he's not getting spooked by anyone walking past and things like that but um he's super cool and super cute oh so what I a fabulous know. little animal yeah i'll pop it up on the living in light page too i'm not sure if i got that far yesterday when i took the photo of him that he's just absolutely beautiful and of course because he's an owl you have to handle them differently and a wild owl it's not like he's yeah. a pet owl so these ones that you see on on um, Instagram and and what have you, where they're actually going to people and sitting on their shoulders mm. and that sort of thing. So because they're going to be going out into wild. That's right, and you have yeah. to to handle them properly. And their talons are the ones that we've got to watch out for. So that's their their claw area. <clears throat> so they're super sharp. Super sharp, super sharp. That's how they. That's how they get their eat prey. their food and stuff. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 
perhaps and defend themselves in fights. So very, very cool. Wow, that's very exciting. I love our bird um, wildlife updates. Really, really cool, Bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to get into the show? Should we jump in? Absolutely. Let's get into it. Do you want to kick it off, Michelle? Yeah, love. Um, so I mentioned earlier about my mum and dad and their neighbours and sort of feeling some bad jujus around the house. And I feel like a lot of the time it is just that feeling for, for many people. I mean, people who do our line of work, sometimes we sort of walk in and we just go, it's really obvious that there's something wrong here. But for a lot of people, it isn't that obvious and it is just a feeling. So, and, you know, I've got to relate. I think in my own house, you know, sometimes we have a buildup of energy because I have a lot of people coming over and I won't always notice. And it might be my um, hubby who sort of picks it up and goes, hey, you know, it feels a bit weird here or the TV's been turning on a lot. So that tends to be a sign for us that something's going on. Um, we've actually had a smoke alarms going off a lot at home as well. Um, so I had them go off for 20 minutes the other day during a reading and I had a lady here face-to-face, which was very embarrassing. And they went Jason off. cooking again? Both of them. Yeah, there was no no cooking, nothing going on. And he was actually working upstairs. So he came downstairs and he ended up having to pull the batteries out. They wouldn't stop. And so he pulled the batteries out and then the other night it was really spooky and I was like hanging some washing up upstairs because it's been raining a lot. And um, I went to walk underneath the smoke alarm and it went off. As soon as I walked underneath it, wasn't doing anything, walked underneath it, it started going off. Then the downstairs one went off and they went off for like, I don't know, um, probably 30 seconds or something. And Jason was in the shower and then um, I went to like try and get a chair and stand up there and turn them off and um, it stopped. So I've been doing a little bit of clearing at home as well because, um, yeah, that's a sign for me. Usually that or the TV or both um, is a sign that there's something around. So I need to um, make them leave uh, in a very kind way. So anyway, my neighbours, uh, parents' neighbours have been sort of talking about the bad jujus that they've been feeling in the house. And the uh, previous owners of that home actually used to co-own a business with um, the people who live over the road from mum and dad. And they actually started allegedly stealing proceeds um, that hasn't been proven. So I have to say allegedly, but allegedly started stealing proceeds from the business. Eventually, the people over the road from mum and dad bought them out and they um, walked away from the business, which was great. Finally, they sold the home. They didn't sell for quite a few years. So it was very uncomfortable, as you can imagine, because everyone's still living in the same street, knowing that they allegedly had stolen proceeds. But eventually they sold and they've now got new neighbours and they're really nice. But the new neighbours were sort of chatting to my parents um, because they didn't know the background. They didn't know, obviously, when you buy a property, you don't know what's happened before and what the people were like. And um, funnily enough, Beck, they actually wouldn't let anyone in the garage when the people were going over to have a look at the houses. And I think this is a, a sign of the property market because, um, you know, everything's super expensive and there's not uh, a lot of people actually viewing properties now. They're not actually going through the homes physically. A lot of them are buying online sight unseen, but um, these people did go to the house and they weren't allowed in the garage. They asked if they could go in and they said, no, they've got all this stuff in there. You can't look. And it turns out the roof and the garage have been destroyed. I don't know what happened. I think there was like water leaks or something because of all the rain and things like that. And the roof's given given way. So when they bought the property, they drove their cars in and look up and there's no, no sort of ceiling. The ceiling's just destroyed and the roof's leaking. And anyway, so they've ended up having to spend a lot of money So there are a few physical things that were obviously wrong, but what we're talking about today with the Spidey Senses episode is those things that you just feel, but you can't explain. And so they were just saying there's this real weird vibe going on. They can't quite put their finger on it. The energy just feels kind of wrong. They've also noticed a lot of appliances and things like that have been breaking. So that's another sign for me if there's a problem in a home or, you know, if Beck or I have done a big upgrade of spiritual work, sometimes we can, you know, affect electrical things as well. 
but um, they've just noticed a lot of things have been, um, yeah, breaking and uh, the feeling in the house is just a bit off. So I'm going to check on that one today. And I've got another case I'm working on later today where a family actually allowed a woman and a son to rent uh, downstairs. So they've got like a rumpus area. So they allowed the uh, woman and her family to sort of rent downstairs. And uh, after she left or ever since she left, and I think it was probably a couple of years ago, um, it's just been feeling really weird. And the client of mine who's asked me to go over and check it out. So I'm actually physically going over to check it out today. Um, I have to um, go downstairs and sort of feel that energy. But yeah, she was basically saying none of them want to go down there. And she actually wants to run a business down there. So she wants to start working from home and actually work from downstairs. And the energy or the feeling that I got when I went there, and I'm talking not physically, but remotely. So using my astral body, the feeling I got from there was uh, I would definitely not be working from downstairs at this point, but <laughs> hopefully we can get it up to scratch and uh, just do a little bit of adjustment. They've been doing lots of smudge. They actually bought some salt lamps and things like that. So hopefully that makes a big difference. Beck? That's, um, you'll have to let me know how that goes, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got two. So we'll uh, have to see. Have to see. Hopefully I don't get abducted by somebody. We'll see. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say I mean, that. I'm, yes, joking, joking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What would we do without our Michelle? Um, so mum and I, we're in a local shopping, uh, shopping, shopping. We're in a shopping centre. There you go. We're in a local shopping centre some years ago now and we walked past a table through the food hall. Uh, so it's like a food court where they've got all the different shops and things like that in there and you can choose what you're having for lunch or whatever. So we were walking past this table and then as we went past a particular table, both of us were just covered in goosebumps and we got the chills, like absolutely hair on end. We just stood there and looked at each other and went, oh, my gosh. So. Um, we continued walking, went to the chemist and waited for a script, all the while talking about how weird this, this feeling was, the chills and the, the goosebumps and, and still standing in there going, oh, you know, you know, we need just, you just get that. Um, <clears throat> so we collected the script. We came back the way we had come and there were actually ambulance officers in attendance and they were uh, giving treatment to a lady who was on the, on the ground um but it was really quite um it, it looked really quite serious it just wasn't looking very good at all for her so that was that was really quite interesting with those spidey senses given that we had both just sort of walked past um not actually taken in like we just did the whole not stop to to feel the energy or anything like that which is what i would have done now um as opposed to all those years ago but um yeah just walking past and getting those chills and the goosebumps and all of these sorts of things and coming back through and finding that this lady was in need of medical attention. Mm. Uh, so, And that was be, before uh, you did anything? Like that was before you used to do um, like readings yourself and all that sort of stuff? Uh, I, was, I was actually doing just, um, I think... I was doing card readings, but only for family because I was yeah. shy, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so not sort of fully yeah, developed at that point. Wow, yeah, that's sensitive, yeah. hey? So very, You've always very had it. So it's a good idea and it just goes to show, you know, if you do feel something, stop and, and take a breath and focus on what that was. Why? Yeah. 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 Good example. Um, and I think like there's a lot of those little things that are very subtle and what Beck's talking about is a very subtle uh, thing that's going on there. And that's where, you know, as you develop your clear abilities, so your clairvoyance and clairaudience and whatever else, 
um, you do sort of notice those things because it's one of those situations where sometimes you have that gut instinct telling you not to, you know, drive this particular way or go to that particular coffee shop. Like you think about Lint Cafe siege or the September 11 terror attacks or the people that that day did something different to what they would normally do and they were saved. So many examples where I think it was an Olympian, an Australian Olympian, went back to his hotel room because he forgot something, his camera or something, and then he was going to the tray towers and they were blown up as he was back at his hotel room. Mm. So it's all those things, you know, that are like potentially I feel like you guys going, hey, you forgot this thing, go back and get that thing, Um, saving people, you know, and if you don't listen to that and you go, oh, forget about it, don't worry about my camera, straight there, not good, you know. So these are all those things that I think is sort of um, keeping us alive you know, listening to that little feeling. Um, recently, mom, and I was talking to Beck about this um, not too long ago, mom started having nightmares about dad not being uh, super well, you know, his health getting worse and stuff like that. And look, you know, um, by all accounts, dad has regular checkups, the doctor sort of saying, yep, he's fine. You know, his heart's good. Everything's great. Um, but he does have an arrhythmia or not an arrhythmia, but he's got a similar thing to me where his heartbeats are regular. Um, so they're aware of that, but they sort of keep an eye on it. Um, but anyway, a week or two after mum's nightmare started, dad actually, um, was rushed to hospital. So I spoke to him last night. He was, um, taken there in an ambulance. He didn't call me at the time as they don't, but he's actually been in hospital twice this week. And, um, I was chatting to him last night and he sort of, it was a bit weird because he said, oh, have you strapped my right leg down to the paramedic? And he goes, no. And he's like, oh, I can't feel it. So he actually couldn't feel his right leg. He couldn't lift it. He had no feeling. And he was in a lot of pain. Like he had pain. He didn't have pain on that because that was all numb, but down the back, like um, around his back and stuff, he had a lot of pain. But they've done a lot of tests and they, they were sort of thinking it might have been a stroke, but now um, they think it's severe muscle spasms. And what actually happened was um, he went to a cinema and there was like mum's um, uh, got a wheelie walker, so she doesn't walk so well. So they'd booked the disabled seats and then someone else had just jumped in their seats that they'd booked and dad doesn't like that very much. So he got really worked up about it. And then next minute he's at the hospital in an ambulance. So, you know, it's just stress. He's always been like, he's redhead. He's a redhead. Um, but he's always just been really fiery (laughs) and just really stressed. And, you know, and because of all the rain, he hasn't been able to play golf probably in three weeks. I think he had three weeks off golf and usually he goes like every couple of days. So I think that makes a big difference because he can't move around. He's not doing as much movement. He doesn't do yoga or any of those things. So he was just super immobile. And then the movie cinema just through the roof, you know, and I think the golf is quite um, relaxing for him. So anyway, it's one of those things, isn't it? Where mum was having all these bad dreams and, you know, she started like getting rid of stuff and clearing out the house and all of this. And then dad's in hospital and it's like, wow, that's amazing. Because mum is definitely psychic. I am and my brother is. So, you know, it kind of runs in the family, but um you know, dad's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Next minute, <laughs> he's in the hospital. Um, but he should be fine. I mean, he's on painkillers and he's seeing a physio and everything else. So, you know, he's still kicking along, but it was just a very, um, very strange feeling, you know, having mum and dad. And they did sit us down and talk about wills and what happens when dad dies and all this sort of stuff. And then he's in hospital Aww. next minute. And it's like, oh, my God. So that's uh, mum has amazing spidey senses. And she will always, like, whenever I'm run out of something, she just rocks up with it. Here you go here it is. And I'm like, how did you know that? And she's like, eh, I don't know. I just, here it is. <laughs> it's always happened. So she, and I think maybe it's a mum thing, but um, yeah, whenever I run out of something or I need something, it's just like, I put it out there to the universe and she picks it up and brings it. So that's great. <laughs> 
really, really That's handy. Pretty cool. Lots of love and healing to your family too, mm. Michelle. Thanks, babe. Um, but yeah, mums are pretty special like that with them. Um, especially when you when you have one that's so tuned into you knows what you need that's that's a pretty special thing to have there as well <laughs> i remember having to i i got a phone call one day um from a family member who was at a friend's house and she asked me if i could come and pick her up and she was distressed she was she was sounding so distressed and this is sort of um you know going back to the time when you know not everybody had a mobile phone um at their you know that they just had with them all the time so I got this phone call from from the landline so from a house phone from from this family member and extremely distressed and she just said can you come and get me can you come and get me and I said to her where are you I need the address and she goes oh I'm in this suburb so she was in in Isabella Plains uh here in Canberra and she's like I'm in this suburb and I'm like well I need more than that where are you like I need the street, I need the number, I need to know, are you going to be out the front? And she was just extremely upset and just could not give me this information. So I got in the car, I said, okay, fine, I'll be there. And I don't know what possessed me to do that. Just, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> got in the car and drove. And as I'm driving, I'm like, I have to find, and I was just focused on, I have to find, have to find, have to find, have to help, have to find. And... um I ended up going up this road and then turning down this road and just sort of following my intuition and I'm driving past and I'm like, it's got to be here somewhere. It has to be here somewhere. Please let me find a place. Let me find it. So I'm putting it out there, putting it out there. All of a sudden she walks down this driveway. So I slam the brakes on and I'm like, yep, there she is. And she got in the car, very upset, very distraught. Um, now that sort of thing is, is very rare to occur sometimes I'll have an idea where I'm going and and then and what have you but to be that precise to go and pick somebody up I feel like that was a um, like her guides or angels sending out the the lifeline there to, to go and help that person because it was weird how yeah, you can't, ex you can't, you can't explain, explain that, that. no you can't explain that and even today she'll be like but do you remember that time you did this mm. um but that wasn't me. That was mm. me physically going there. Like I was, I was the messenger. Let's say um, I was the messenger. But um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't me. That was no. That was that was divine, God. divine, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. divinely guided. That reminded me actually, as you were saying that about um, one time I went to Bundaberg and my uh, ex partner, um, his sister, had passed in a car accident. And I didn't know at the time, but I found out sort of later because the family reached out to me because I knew that I was um, a psychic and a medium. And they reached out to see if there was anything I could uh, communicate from her because she died very suddenly. She left behind our two children and her partner at the time. Um, I think that he was the father. I don't know if he was the father of the kids. I think the father. Yeah, I think the father of the kids was killed too. Um, so the kids are now with her family, being raised by her family, which is a really sad situation. But I uh, said, look, you know, I'll um, see what I can pick up. Anyway, I was due to go up to Bundaberg, so I went up to Bundaberg and um, was sort of driving around. And all of a sudden, um, I think my husband was driving and I just said, you need to turn right here, uh, go along this road, keep following, keep following, keep following, stop. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, she's in the car with us. And he stopped and he couldn't see anything. And it was on like a kind of a main road, I guess, in and out of Bagara. 
but we stopped and then I couldn't see anything. I got out of the car and sort of walked and there was like this kind of ditch kind of drain sort of situation. So this is quite rural. This is all, you know, sugarcane land and um, all of that. But there was kind of a ditch and it was like a, uh, yeah, like a drain. So there was water in it. And they must have gone into that because uh, the grass was very long. But as I walked over to this ditch, sure enough, there's the crosses and the names and everything on it. So they were there. And I don't know, yeah, like you, I don't know what possessed me. I just felt she was in the car all of a sudden and she was telling me where to go. And I just went where she told me to go. Um, And she honestly didn't actually leave me alone the entire time I was there, uh, taking me from here to there, telling me this and that. And I passed all the messages on to her family. So um, that was a really great experience just to be able to get them a little bit of closure, not a great experience, not a happy experience, but, you know, because she left behind these two beautiful children. And I remember actually when I was doing, I was doing some junk mail and my dad was helping me and it was when I was on the Gold Coast. Um, this is a different story, but I uh, was walking along and I've always had a sense of police. So with the spidey senses thing, I've never lost my license, but I do um, unfortunately speed a lot <laughs> and um, not so much now, but I did speed a lot and uh, I have slowed down a bit, but uh, I've always had this ability with um, police and ambulances and things like that. I don't know if it's because it's an emergency to feel them, but um, I was walking with dad and we were delivering junk mail. And um, I said to dad, that, where's the ambulance? Like I actually asked the question. I said, where's the ambulance? What, where's the ambulance? And he went, what are you talking about? And then just as we finished um, saying that, the ambulance comes over the crest of the hill, down the hill, it turns into the street we're standing in drives up to the house we're standing outside and stops. And someone inside had just had some something happen. I don't know what happened because we walked off. And dad yeah. just went, what? Like, what just happened? <laughs> and another time I was driving with a mate of mine and there was a bunch of us in the car and he was a speeder. He was terrible. And he was speeding along and he was driving really dangerously and just weaving into other lanes and just doing stupid things. And I said to him, you're going to want to stop because the police are here and they're going to catch you and you're going to get um, fined. And he didn't listen to me. And I kept saying to him, slow down, stop weaving. You're going to get caught. The police are up ahead. And he wouldn't listen to me. He goes, how would you know? How would you know? How would you know? Next minute, the cops are there, flash the lights, pull him over. He gets fined. And I'm sitting in the car going, you moron. And afterwards, he's like, how did you know that? How did you know that? Because he got a fine. He's like, how did you know all of that? And I was like, "Um, just call it luck. Call it luck. But next time, listen to me, mate. (laughs) It's like, you know. Um, but I've always done that. Like whenever there's a, a policeman, if I'm speeding, I'll feel it. I slow down and there'll be one on the side of the road or, you know, whatever, RBT and different things. Um, but usually it's the speed ones that I sort of pick up on. So, um, yeah, it's a really weird thing. I don't know what it is, um, but some other people have said that they can do the same sort of thing. So, yeah, I guess I'm tuned into the cops somehow, <laughs> which is kind of weird. And it's, um, it's yeah, Michelle, because... Um... I will have, if I'm driving along and, you know, nobody's perfect. We all sort of speed sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm driving along and I'm going above the speed limit, not that I'm a lead foot or anything like that, but um, if I'm going above the speed limit, I will often have a bird come in front of me, mm. which makes me automatically, I go, oh, and slow the car down. And then I've had like a speed van on the side of the road. Wow. So you're utilising wildlife. You're utilizing um, wildlife to help you out, Rebecca. Crows, even crows, even if I if I get a crow fly that way and then come back down past me, 
um, in front of the road, like in the in the in front of me. Wow. Um, I I will often go. Oh, there's a, there's a there's a policeman up here, and I have huh. said it. I've even had. Huh my partner driving so Matt's been driving along and this has happened I've gone there's there's um police up ahead <clears throat> and he goes it's all right I'm not speeding I'm like okay just so you know and then we'll drive past it and he'll sort of look at the the police car as he goes past and then he'll just sort of look over at me and I'll just go hmm. I bet he doesn't <laughs> say anything though he's like no nah, I'm gonna keep this to myself <laughs> they're, so funny. they're so funny and this is why we call this spidey senses today this is yeah um, because that's what he does. Matt will go, well, what do your spidey senses tell you? Does it tell you this? Does it tell you oh, that? Oh, right. Is it going to rain today or, or, you know. That's where it um, comes from. Spidey sense is kicking in. So that's that's what he what he says there. He also calls me, um, like he'll, he'll say to people, and it's so funny, and he gets in trouble from them all the time. He had a work colleague and he was talking to them and he's like, uh, she had some oils or something. And he's like, oh. Beck sells oils or, you know, she's got the, the, the doTERRA oils and blah, blah, blah. And she, oh, does she? Oh, my gosh. Remember, he goes, yeah, yeah. She's psycho too. Oh, <laughs> he does not. <laughs> he does. He does. He goes, so if you want to read or anything, she does all that sort of stuff too. Oh, she's my psycho gosh. is what he says. She's oh, my psycho. gosh. And he goes, I don't know that that's going to get too many readings for you, but uh, <laughs> best of luck with that. Oh, it was so funny because she was like, oh, my gosh, she does readings. Completely like she heard it. Yeah, yeah, and just ignored it. it. She's like, don't say that. Don't say that. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, she goes, she gets on the phone to me and she's like, do you know what he said? I said, he told you I was psycho, right? Yeah. Said, well, he's probably, probably a bit, of, bit right on both parts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You got to have a sense funny. of humor. You got to have well, a sense I think of humor. that's I think that's how he copes with it. Yeah. I think that's how he copes with it. Yeah. Trying to speak to other people because he's not Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird for him. Yeah. So speaking to other people about it is is also weird for him. Yeah. It's but like this he'll get the courage. Yeah, it's like with mum and dad's um, neighbours because um, I said, oh, it's quite funny actually because this is a literal, this is literal versus, you know, literal and logical versus what we do. And um, I was saying to the one of the owners because um, she's away uh, for work and the husband's at home and she said, I said, oh, look, I'm going to do a remote, a remote viewing first. So I said, you know, you guys just do your thing and I'll just check in remotely and then I'll let you know what I pick up. And she's going oh, so do you need my husband to like walk around with his camera, you know, with his phone, with the camera, and so he can show you remotely what's going on? And I said, no, no, no. How do I, (laughs) how do I explain it? So I was just like astral body going to the home. I was thinking about using the word psychic spies, but then I'm like, I don't really want to use a spy word because that sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of use my astral body and I kind of float over there like a little butterfly or something and I'm around your house. And she's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I was like, thank God, because um, I thought she's either going to think I'm a complete lunatic or this is something exciting. So mm. she uh, she thought that was cool. Psychic seeing. Psychic yeah. seeing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I just had a couple more examples, Beck, and, um, and throw yours in if you have any more. Um, but one thing that happened just recently was um, I had a girlfriend of mine, and this, this has been happening a little bit more, but Beck knows me. I don't walk around and I'm not Haley Joel Osment. I don't walk around seeing dead people. But um, I have had, I guess, a couple of instances where I've been at cafes and things and I've felt, you know, presence. And I did have a girlfriend I was um, meeting with the other day, having coffee with them. She mentioned that her friend had passed away and she was um, one of her Bible study uh, group members. And as soon as she mentioned her name, she was there. And so she was chatting away, chatting away. And I'm trying to act normal. 
but everything she was talking about, I'm getting bang, bang, bang. And when I say bang, 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 it's like a big goosebump thing on my left. And I'm like, that's my female side. And I'm like, okay, she's here. And so I just, Jamie's chatting away. And I just said, hang on a sec, your friend's here. I just need to reference her daughter and the music that she writes. She's writing music or something. And she said, yep. She said her daughter um, was at the end of her hospital bed every day until she passed. And she was playing her guitar and singing her songs to her mum. And I said, well, her mum's going to be talking through her and, you know, um, I guess channeling music through her and stuff like that. Uh, and maybe messages, you know, for the family or something. And uh, she also referenced this beautiful, like, big, long necklace. And um, my friend confirmed that the wedding band and the engagement ring were each going on a different necklace. They've got a chain specially made um, that are really, really strong because they obviously don't want to lose them. And so the daughter and the husband are getting them. That was her only child was the girl. So, yeah, the daughter and the husband are going to get a chain each. And I said that she may be able to use that if she wants to as a pendulum talk to a mum. Mm. So I just asked her to pass all of that on for me. And, um, you know, but I mean, that's, I guess, um, another example of how this sort of happens for us where you can't see anything. Obviously there's no one standing there, but as soon as they mention the person often immediately, uh, we'll start to get those little reactions physically. And we'll know that we're doing a little bit of mediumship. Um, the other thing that was uh, pretty amazing back was when Jason's stepdad passed away and, um, he was big into yachting and sailing and he was actually working on a yacht uh, doing it up in Far North Queensland when he passed away and he died in the water, which was quite sad. But when he passed away, I didn't know, obviously I didn't know, but it was very weird. What happened was I woke up, I could hear someone walking around the house and it sounded like they um, had wet feet, you know, when you've um, been in the shower or something and it sounds a bit different. So I could hear them walking around. I thought, someone's just been in the shower and they're walking around. The whole house is dark. I was doing shift work. So I was still working in radio and I was woken up by the sound of the wet feet walking up and down the, on the tiles. And so I walked out of the bedroom and I'm looking around and there's literally no one there. And it's pitch black. Like it was nighttime. I'd slept for ages. So, and then I hear the shower running in the bathroom. So I'm in the ensuite and there's nothing going on in there. But the bathroom, the main bathroom, the shower starts running. And so I'm like, all right. So I go down to the main bathroom. Everything's dark though. And I'm thinking Jason's home or something. And I went into the main bathroom. The shower's not running. As soon as I walked in, there was no sound. I came back out of the bathroom. The shower's running. I can hear it. I mean, you can't even make this up. And I'm thinking, oh my God. And I was really spooked, but I thought, who the hell is this and what's going on? And then I just had this really overwhelming feeling, go to the water, go to the water. So I got in my car and this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done in my life. I drove down, we were living at Hope Island on the Gold Coast. So I just drove to the marina and there's like a bunch of, you know, there's a shopping kind of area and there's like um, cafes and whatever and a tavern. And I just went straight to the water, looked straight ahead. The sun was setting and all the yachts are there. And I took a photo and it was like the most amazing photo. I still have it. It was like blues and pinks and just incredible photo. And someone said to me, send it to your husband sent it to Jason. And I was so, it was so weird that I was almost like out of body. It was almost like I was like taken over or something because I'm just doing all this stuff without question. Sent Jason a photo. He instantly rings me. Well, not instantly. A couple of minutes later, he rang me and went, my stepdad died. He just died. Like an hour ago. That was when I woke up. Yeah. They found him in the water. Yeah. And at the time that photo came through, it makes me upset. Aww. At the time the photo came through, his mum was on the phone telling him. And he made me send it. And it was it was just 
like obviously good, but, and I really loved him. He was really awesome. Um, but it was just really weird because he said, why did you send me that photo? And I, I couldn't explain. Mm. I couldn't explain. I was like, something possessed me. Something made me go down there and take a photo of the sunset because that was the last sunset he ever saw. He saw the sunset. So it just, yeah, it still gets me because I really loved him. He was such a good dude. And he's still around a lot. You know, when his brother passed away, his brother passed away as well in New Zealand. And it was so funny. This is actually really funny. His brother passed away and um, Jason was going through a bit of a rough time. And and he um, didn't talk to me about the fact that his brother, his uncle was unwell at that point. He hadn't died yet. But um, his uh, stepdad was around telling me, my brother's going to die. My brother's going to die. And I know the brother's names. And I kept thinking of that particular name. And uh, Jason, while I was working one day, he literally just got in his car and drove to his mum's place. And I didn't know where he'd gone. And so he was away and I was out with my girlfriend walking along the beach. And then he just went, oh my God, Robert's dead. Robert's dead. They're both here. Stepped out and, and Robert. And um, Deb was like, oh my God. And then I messaged Jason and I said, did your uncle die? And he went, yeah, Robert. And I was like, he's here. So they came and found me. So that was actually um, quite funny because now Alan knows um, that, you know, obviously this is a little thing that we've got going. Um, So he's like, every time someone's about to pass, he like comes and finds me. (laughs) So um, even though Jason was sort of not coping super well, because he doesn't cope well with all that stuff, he, um, Mm. yeah, he just went out and drove out to his mum's, you know, he showed up and I was like, I know that I know he's passed. So, and he was like, I haven't told you that. I'm like, yeah, I know. So yeah, it was just, it was super, super sad, but you know, really, really a gift, you know, this is a gift because um, every day Becca and I get to bring people closure and, you know, Jason will never forget that photo. You know, there's no way I could have known that he got it while his mom was on the phone to him and he's like, he, he saved it, you know, and she'll always remember that that was um, really special, you know, because that was the last sunset because, you know, if I hadn't have taken that photo back, we wouldn't have had a memory of that because, you know, obviously he's, you know, dad's not here anymore. Um, and so that photo is really special. That was the last day his dad was alive, you know, and I, um, I really treasured that moment. So the more of that we could do for people, I think the better. Um, Beg, did you have any other recommendations or anything before I make a couple of recommendations? Yes, I do. I've got yeah. um, um, just a couple of things I wanted to add in. Yeah. So I've, what I'm just trying to find my notes because I accidentally closed them off and then I've had to find them again and go back in. But often I'll wake up in the morning. I was just writing this as you were talking before. So um, I'll wake up in the morning and just know that I need to actually get up and get dressed. So sometimes, you know, you can get up in the morning, you can have a bit of time between when you're getting ready and your routine. Um, But yeah, get up, get dressed. And then five minutes later, the doorbell goes. So brush my hair. I'll actually pick the brush up and start walking towards the door and then the doorbell will go. Wow. That happens a lot because I don't like answering yeah. the door in my pajamas unless it's someone else. Isn't I that funny? <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? Because you're doing it, but you don't even realise half the time you're doing it. No, no. It's just like, like it's just, just you're sort of on your way there and then you're like, oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like the phone. Dressed. when. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when I think like. of you or whatever and then you message me or I ring you or something, it's like, yeah, yeah, that, that sort of thing. And, um, and that's what it's like too because you go to the door and you're like, 
Oh, I'll just put the brush. Oh, lucky I got ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bit slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It does take a while to catch up though. You're true. It's true. You know, you do all these random things and then you go, oh, that's why I did that. Yeah. But well, it does take morning, a little while. This morning I semi-woke up and had in my head a vision that's been recurring over the last couple of weeks. So obviously, and this is this is a good message out there for everyone listening, I'm not getting the message. If I'm having this reoccurring part of a dream yep. over and over, I'm not actually absorbing it, taking it in and, and getting the message. So yeah. we've we've had, um, I've had a lot of late nights this week and all sorts of things going on. Um, I have one of my children ended up with the COVID and another one, another two actually have a really bad cold at the moment because they're not testing positive all week. Mm. Um, so I've been doing that. So that's, that's a lot when your children are sick and you're trying to get up and, and make sure that they're you know, they're coughing or they're, or what have you. But obviously I wasn't getting the message over the last couple of weeks, this reoccurring dream. Um, this morning, the same section of that repeating dream occurred again. But this morning, clear as day, the message was, I have been telling you more discipline. So I'm getting, I'm getting my butt kicked <laughs> by my guides. Is that? While I'm oh, okay, I was going to ask if it was your uncle. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. it could be. It could be Terry. Yeah, it could be Uncle Terry. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, getting pushed and guided there, and I haven't been because I'm tired, and then of course I sit up late because that's my time. Spirit to will home. push you a little. Spirit will push you. <laughs> yeah, drag you out of bed, smack um, you across the face. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So I got up and started my day and started getting things, things organized. Um, but more discipline. I've been telling you yeah. more discipline. Yeah. Does that mean like in terms of um, meditation and like all Probably of that sort of everything. stuff? Probably okay. everything. So yeah. just sort of focusing on if I look at something that I think needs doing, do it at that point. So this okay. Is, this is what, rather than putting it off. I'm getting, rather than putting it off, get it done, yeah. get it done, get it done. Yeah, good one. So that's that's what I woke up to this morning. So I have uh, a, that's a, a kick in the bottom, a, a kick in the bottom. Day, busy day today, obviously now. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully the kids are getting better. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So um, we'll see how that goes. But it's it's interesting and it's important to to pay attention. And I mm. think that's my message for today as well. For yeah. Everyone, is it's important to pay attention when you have those repeating sort of things happening. Sure is. Be they dreams or just a part of the dream or words that you hear people say. Mm -hmm. um, Trigger even, something. Yep. Mm -hmm. Numbers, angel numbers, those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, signs pictures i mean obviously if you're going through your like i follow the owl page mm. you're going to see a lot of owls yes i'm going to see a lot of owls but then <laughs> outside of that it's unusual it's an yeah. unusual sort of thing yeah um, so yeah attention to those things and that's i think the biggest recommendation i can throw out there today yeah that actually reminded me um what you were just talking about then uh at home with uh, the lady that brought me, brought her little girl to see me. And I see a lot of um, children whose parents think they're a little bit um, maybe, I don't like the word crazy, but just not, they're not all there or there's something wrong with them because they're talking about sensing spirit or, you know, I'm seeing an imaginary friend and things like this. And yeah. this little seven-year-old came in with the mom and then the mom came back and had a reading with me later. And she was one I posted about my page where she had the little note tucked into her bra. So I got permission to talk about that. Uh, but she had the night tucked into a bra and I said to her, what's with the power outages? There's power outages, electricity problems, lights going on and off or something. And she was like, what? 
And she pulls this note out and it says lights on and off in a bra. And she was like, you could not have. And I was like, no, you know, it's a spirit, you know, it's your dad. And um, so it was a little girl's granddad, you know, so the little girl was one that she brought to me initially and, and it was her father. Um, and I just said to her, that's your, that's your dad doing the light thing. And she was like, oh, we're wondering because like every time we're at home, it's like the lights are going on and off and we got the, um, you know, power people out and electricians and no one could find anything wrong. The lights are fine and the bulbs are fine. And I said, he's trying to communicate. So they went home and they said, and she said, dad, is that you? And her daughter was there and the light went on off well and she messaged me and went it's my dad and I went congratulations <laughs> so it's just those little subtle things too that you know it's I guess that's a spidey senses thing but it is quite you know spirit really trying to like with Beck really trying to get your attention I'm turning the light on and off guys you know what else do you want me to do here so now they've got it's like a pendulum now they can ask yes to no questions it's like two flicks for you know yes and one flick for no you know what I mean so now they've got um, questions they can actually communicate. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, um, yeah, she was just terrified of it and she thought her daughter, her daughter was a little bit weird. Uh, and now she's like, oh, it is my dad. Okay, great. So they just want confirmation a lot of the time. And it is, um, it is tricky as a parent if you don't have abilities yourself or you didn't grow up, you know, hearing about it. It can be a little tricky. Um, I just wanted to make a couple of uh, recommendations here as well. Maybe have a think about developing your clear abilities. So you can either, you know, go and get a mentor. Um, and I've studied under, you know, many great psychic mediums. There's uh, a lot around. Uh, get a mentor, um, someone that, you know, inspires you. Um, get some cards, you know, just get some cards and do some practice. You know, that's the best way to start. Um, use your crystals. Uh, meditate is really great because that's enhancing that third eye. Um, I find yoga is great. You know, I do yoga and I obviously did it this morning in like 10 degrees uh, with wind chill factor. But, um, you know, I find that I do get good ideas when my teeth aren't chattering. Um, often good ideas really come through in that circumstance <laughs> for me, uh, especially because it's outdoors too. It's not in a um, room or anything like that. Using smudge, incense, uh, crystals I mentioned, and also coriander. Coriander is great um, for the third eye. So really decalcifying the pineal gland, which is connected to the third eye. So, you know, I guess the third eye is the most important because it's your intuition and really filling into the gut. But like Beck said, you know, when she's sort of wandering towards the front door, you know, brushing her hair and then, you know, the doorbell rings and she's like, oh, that's weird. Just notice those moments. You know, I had a client um, that I've been working with for a couple of years and she did that exact same thing. It was quite funny because she lost her son. And so she's been um, seeing me for yeah probably a couple of years now. And she went to, it was really weird. She went to the front door and she was going, why am I going to the front door? And she fought it. And then she was like, no, I've got to walk out the front door for some reason. And she didn't even have like shoes on. I don't think she had a bag. She didn't have anything on her. She walks out the front door without shoes. And then her old school friend is walking past and she goes, hi. And she's like, hi. And they're talking for like 40 minutes and they reconnected. <laughs> and it was like random. You know, the, the, it was that exact moment. She was like, oh my God, I've got to go out the front door. I've got to go. And she was just, she couldn't ignore it. And she was, it was so rant because she normally wouldn't walk out without her shoes on or anything, but she was just like out the front door, her school friends right out the front of her house yeah. walking past. And it's like, she would have missed that moment, you know? And her son's obviously guiding her towards people that he wants her to communicate with and connect to, you know, because it's going to be good for her. Yeah. yeah so that, that was a great her. example. That and is she's very it. logical. Yeah. And that's the thing. When it gets to the people who are more focused on the logic of everything, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is like, that's just amazing. Yeah. Well, did that you just actually, the power of it. same lady, did you see the post about the hands that I put up? 
yes. on my page. Yeah, yes. that's her, same person. Uh-huh. Yeah, so months ago, for the listener at home, months ago we'd um, I've been talking about these hands. I was like putting my hands together, you know, with my pinky fingers touching and I'm like, what's this thing? What's this thing? And then fast forward, so this is months ago and her mum wasn't, his mum wasn't aware of what I was talking about at the time. Um, we read the day of her birthday. So we're meeting up on the day of her birthday. So I'm basically mentoring her, getting her to communicate with the boy. Um, but yeah, we met up on the day of her birthday and I'm like, the hands are here again. He's doing this again, this again. It's really weird. And then that night, um, well, that day, actually, um, my client went to the shop and she saw a pair of hands, very similar, but something said to her, don't get them, don't buy them, right? So she didn't. So this is real. She was really logical, but she was like, all right, I'm not going to buy them. That night, she's opening her birthday presents, gets to the last one, and, and her daughter was like, don't open mine, don't open mine, open mine last. She opens it last, opens it, and there's this pair of hands giant pair of hands and my client was like oh my god and her daughter's like are you okay like, has something bad happened like you're right and she's like oh michelle and this and that la 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 oh my god and like you know her daughter's like oh yeah her daughter's not totally into this sort of thing but it's like when we were chatting about it i'm going oh my god your son who passed has been you know steering her around because we found out later that she'd actually walked past the shop where the hands were and they were going back to the car and then she said to her dad, we need to go back. I don't know yeah. why, but we need to go back. And her dad's like, we're nearly at the car. And she's like, we need to go back. There's something there. She walks in, the hands are there, picks them up, buys them. It was just bang, 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 bang. She'd already walked past it though. You know what I mean? She goes in, gets them, brings them home, tissue paper. Here you are. Her mum nearly drops dead. <laughs> she's like, Oh my God. So you know what I mean? She doesn't totally believe, but it's like, there's some things going on here because mm. that, that, you know, her brother had been orchestrating that for a very long time because he'd been showing me those hands for some time, which is amazing. So, and also the fact that, you know, my client was there in that shop seeing the hands, different shop though, and went, no, I'm not going to buy them, you know? And which is weird because I've been telling her these, these, these. So, you know, she saw them, she recognized them and went, I don't need to buy them. And the funny thing, like you said, that is weird because you have been saying these, yeah, these, 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 like these hands, these hands, these yeah. hands. Yeah. Now, if this was something that was coming through from spirit, yeah, me, I would be like, hands, there That's they are. Them. And I, I need would to do get anything. Them. Yeah, I have to get them. But yeah. then she's just gone, nah. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Hey? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so, Beck, what are we doing next time? Do we want to do residual? I'm just having a look through what we've got here. Uh, routines. I think that's one of yours. Residual routines. Uh, divine see. feminine. Maybe divine feminine. Goddesses uh, and... Yeah, I think maybe residual routines perhaps. So yeah. countering monotonous routines and spicing up our days. Sometimes we get stuck in those little ruts of, yeah. you know, a bit of a, a robot day going on every mm. day. Mm. So mm. maybe we could do that one. All right, we'll let's do that out. next time. Yeah. Um, we'll the other exciting. Talking. <laughs> yeah, and the other exciting thing is, by the time this episode you're hearing goes to air, um, you would have been able to hear Sophia's um, astrology predictions and things like that. So that was a really great chat. Uh, that was the last episode, and um, she is just fabulous. Maybe to get her on regularly. So we'll figure out a time that works, and um, we'll be able to have a chat to her because 
she's just gold. I mean, everything she says is fabulous. So I'm really excited about that, having her on as a regular. Um, really great addition to the show, Rebecca. It was um, incredibly, it was uh, amazing to, incredibly amazing to catch up with Sophia. And mm. I could just listen to her talk all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All day. And she doesn't, she's like, I don't really have anything to say. And then she's like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. and you're just sitting there going, <laughs> this is amazing. This is fantastic. Keep talking. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Just keep going. Wonderful. Yeah. I'll get all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> great episode. And next time right. we'll get together and have a chat about residual routines. Thank you for have listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. See you. Bye.